Alright, right now, I'm sickened. Welcome to Riot City, first of all. Second of all, you better listen to Three Count Podcast. Oh, by the way, Showtime, Jeremy Grimes. to another great edition of the three count podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller and we actually have the roster well some roster not everybody introducing first he is my longest friend he's been you know by my side since 1997 it seems like it's been forever and i don't know why i keep him around he does like having his child size aew title on his shoulder he's also repping the other person that's on this podcast is T-shirt. Welcome, Lou, the franchise. Hey, Freeman, MVP just happened, so fuck you, Jeremy. You know what, Hi, friends? You know what? That's totally unnecessary. I'm about to, I'm gonna edit that out. Anyway, no, 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 no. Hey, first of all, it's my show. Next person on our list. He is the man who deserves an Oscar. He is the man who deserves an Emmy. He's the man who deserves a Tony and a Grammy. He's earned three Nickelodeon Choice Awards, one MTV Best Kiss with Tobey Maguire on Satan's Alley. This is the man himself. You know him. He is a part of Studio 22. He is known as Jeremy Showtime Grimes. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Make sure you buy my T-shirt, personalities.com slash studio 22 plenty of good merchandise uh the most famous guy on tiktok without a video on there so follow me on there as showtime grimes and uh hey lou world series champion 2019 something the braves can't say Freddie freeman would look living really in the good. past stop living in the past this coming from the man who literally is the dallas cowboys of the mlb that's wild it's <laughs> <laughs> a wrestling career mike wrestling career is current How's your Braves doing? Are they? Did they win a championship or something? That's right. You know what? We have, we have a real wrestler on the show tonight, thankfully. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah I'm here. All right, you know what? Hey, no, no, no. First of all, we got to do <laughs> This is the three-count podcast, which means this – I'm sorry. We messed that up. This is the three-count podcast now entering the ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. This man can be found at Rampage Pro Wrestling. This man can be found at ACW here in Maryland. This man could be the powerhouse of Riot City. Give it up for that man, the Latino with all the swag, Vic Ramon. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to have to add that to my monarchy. Latino <laughs> with all the swag. I like that. How's it going, everybody? Doing good, man. I'm Doing okay, good. Vic. My problem is he didn't call you the machete. And he named one promotion that doesn't exist anymore. He named another one that's not running right now. So find Vic Ramon at your local Walmart, the Machete. Make sure you buy all of his <laughs> merchandise as well. <laughs> You'll always find me at Walmart for sure. You know, it's funny, man. I think he was just choked up after you gave that, that promo rant with <laughs> the World Series back in and you and Lou going back and forth. It's just- I can just see it already. These two might as well just sit in a room and make out. Like, that's how much this, like, love-hate relationship is. You're the one that likes the road time with Jeremy. First of all, we're going to work. Oh. <laughs> While you're not about working. us. First of we're, all, not, we're not talking about, about this. Guest. We can't talk okay. about this. 
This is about our guest. All right. So, Vic, thank you for coming on the show. We truly appreciate you here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, first question that we're going to hit you with, man, who is Vic Ramon? Who is Vic Ramon? Hmm. I like that. He's just a guy. Let me see. Vic Ramon is just a man who wants it all. The car, the money, the clothes, the plane, the limos, and the boats. And when you come to the house and ring the doorbell, I'm going to have real men singing the notes. Look, man, just somebody who likes to have fun, wants it all. There's rewards you get for being a certain way and having talent. You know what I mean? And one thing I like to do is slam people. And if I can slam people and get paid for it, I love it. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that you guys, you know, a lot of you guys are going back and forth with sports. And the thing with me is I don't know anything about sports except for just wrestling. I've been watching wrestling my whole life. That's, that's all I do. Anything wrestling related or anything jiu-jitsu related or Brazilian jiu-jitsu related or, or anything of that, like that type. Well, I mean, you come on, you come on the right show because not only can me and Lou and Jeremy all talk sports, we can talk MMA with you too. We ain't worried about that. We can straight go. We go with UFC. Hey. We can go with Bellator. We can go with one. We can go with Titan. We I love it. With... I love it. If <laughs> anything, I mean, no, no, not to even cancel the sports conversation now. At least maybe I, you guys can give me some like some pointers and tune me in, you know? <laughs> yeah, Although no, right now sports is on a hiatus, no? <laughs> I can join the crew next time with the sports team hat, you know? I mean, they have the sports team hat. I see, I'm just repping my own gear. <laughs> Hey, oh, there's always that. So branding is always. Apparently, I'm, I'm repping Jeremy's gear. That's why you can. Oh, there's, yep. See, there I'm repping my best friend, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your oh, I, I think he gets enough of a plug. Your brother, your brother gets enough of a plug. <laughs> I'm over here, like, pick out our three count podcast T-shirt. You know, you can find us at Pro Wrestling Tees. That's cool. <laughs> so, Vic, how did you get into the business, man? Oh, man. Truthfully, man. So I started when I was 17. I went down to uh, Roar, North Virginia, and I went to Boogie Woogie's training school. And it's crazy because this was back in, like, man, this was back in, like, 2003, and it's crazy that he still looks the same. He's still alive. So the first place I ever went to was Boogie uh, Valley School, and that was, like, the first thing I ever walked into, and I took a bump and just found out what, running the ropes was and selling and because I mean we I started off like anybody else and I was we were backyarding so me and my buds would 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 backyard and it was weird because one time we were hanging out at lunch and I used to do this thing where I used to run to the wall and do a backflip and land on my feet so I saw a friend of mine laying down on the floor so I thought it'd be funny and I, I ran to the wall did a backflip and just landed on him so a teacher saw that and he immediately looked at me and pointed towards me. And I didn't go to him. I just ran away. I went. I was like, no, nah, I'm not getting in trouble. Come to find out that he, he saw me later on that day, and he ran into me, and he asked me, he said, listen, I got a question. And I'm thinking, fuck, I'm in trouble. He said, uh, if I give you a room that's padded, can you do that again? I said, if you give me a room that's padded, I can do way more than that. So he gave us the wrestling room. With, you know, it's, you know, you see our wrestling room, it's padded, the walls are padded, everything's padded. So that's how it started. Me and my buds would go in there and we would write weekly episodes and record it. And we all had, we, we were literally had an organization and titles and matches and storylines. And that's, that was the first time I ever got into it. And then that's what led into uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Valens place. 
But that's how I got started. Dang, that's crazy, man. Like, uh, so then I guess like my next question that's going to be is, what's the hardest you've ever been hit? All right, so in the ring. So after after uh, Jimmy Valens school, Jimmy Valens, Roanoke, Virginia, from where I live, was four hours. And at the time, I didn't have a car. So me and my buds were carpool there. Eventually, when I got my car, my friend told me he was like, you need to go to a more suitable place. So he sent me to Combat Zone Wrestling, CZW in Philadelphia, which was two hours away. So obviously, you know, you do the math. So I would drive two hours to, see, to, to PA and travel and train at CZW. So one of the trainers there was B-Boy. And B-Boy was known for throwing kicks, just snap marrying someone and just kicking them in the back. And I think this day, I don't know what got into the trainers where they kind of just, they felt like they had to lay it in that day. So I remember thinking they're going to hit us hard. And I don't know, something in me was, was just thinking like, I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? I'm going to just take it. I don't care how hard they hit. Something in me, man. I don't know. You got to enjoy to get hit, I think, to be a pro. Something's wrong with you if you want to be a pro wrestler. You're willing to get hit, and you're, you're, you're landing on your back. You take an impact. You just, I don't know. It's like moshing. I love it. So immediately I got clothesline. I can't remember by who, but I got followed up with a snapmare. And B-Boy kicked me so hard in my back that I literally had my hands go numb. Like, never in my life. And it sucks because he snapmared me and he whispered in my ear, loosen up. So I'm thinking, was that worse or did it make it better? Because if I'd have tightened up, you know, maybe I could have took the, the impact of the kick. But because I was loose, I mean, he, it was just fucking, it was just boom, man. And it was just a shock that went through my body that I never felt to this day. I never thought I, someone can be kicked that hard. You know what I mean? That was probably one of the worst. I've had other moments. I've got a concussion. I, I, and it was so bad when I got concussed because I had the guy in the corner and I was going for the, uh, the 10 punch. And he pushed me off, but I managed to land and rock, roll back with the momentum and come right back at him. Second time I'm going for the 10, the 10 punch, he shoved me off. I fell back. I, re- I hit my head on the mat and I forgot where I was. And I just remember when he went and picked me up, I just had to remember where I was, what we were doing, where we were at in the match and what I had to do in order to keep it going and, you know, not lose my end of the match. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you had to get your equilibrium right back and just focus. It's, it's difficult, man. I've been hit pretty hard. I've had my nose busted by my own tag partner. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, I think, like they say, you know, you charge it to the game. It comes with it. Yeah, I've heard that a few times, actually. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand it over to Lou, and he's got a set of questions that he's going to ask you as well. Hey, Lou, what it do? What up, what up, what up? So first off, I just watched your match versus AC Wolf and Rayburn, where you finished a match doing that springboard moonsault. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that was, was a long time ago. That was fire. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, it, it, uh-huh. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, it's crazy because, like, it, it, it's a move that I, I always, I don't know, man. I always, I use it every once in, one, every once in a while. Every, I don't know, because it's, it, it's something I always keep in and think maybe, like, the crowds would, would like it if I ever keep it every once in a while. I don't know, because 
I, I used that as a finisher, and then I ended up using something else. Yeah, that that that, dude, that, that match right there, I like. I love that match. Um, my first question for you is: after you do your matches, after everything's said and done that 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 night, what are you eating? <laughs> I usually go for uh, a chicken avocado, chicken avocado burger sandwich. Anything chicken with avocado on it, I'm all for it. And of course, you know, coleslaw. I think that's what you usually go for. But the more avocado, anything with avocado in it, it's just it's good. Whether it'll be a wrap or a burger or a sandwich, but yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, do you have any regrets? Yeah, I wish I would have. Looking back, I I. I think I've, I don't know. I think I should have took more of the the risks that I thought were too risky. It was just me doubting myself or just uh, being timid. But at the end of the day, it's like, I look back and I thought, man, you know, that time I can't take back. So you almost, it's almost, you got to start realizing what's worth the risk. Okay. All right. My last question. Let's jump in the time machine. Let's speed it up five years from now. Where do you want to be? International. International. Anything, anywhere out of borders. Because you know, anything that you have that you're doing, you want to ambitiously take it as far as you possibly can. And for you know, anyone to become an independent pro wrestler and just to say that they traveled to another country and they did something that, you know, all you need is a ring. And it's it's multi-language. It's, it's multilingual in any other in any country you go to you, you just wrestle you sell you work you put on a good show and you try to make sure that the the crowd leads with the with an entertaining match so if i can go to japan and just work more with the hard hitting the, the the grappling or if i can go to mexico and work more on the the uh like some of the the, the high flying but not too much because oddly enough luchadors are very technical as opposed to as, as much as high flying so that that technique that technique is something that I would love to, to incorporate just to learn and you know see if I can even be able to hang with those guys. Absolutely. When you say that, dude, everybody thinks like Eddie Guerrero and Ray High Flyers. Eddie Guerrero was a really technical wrestler. We we had somebody on the show last night, but they were like talking about we were talking about Eddie, and it was just like Eddie was that good. If he if you were still in the ring with him, it's because he wanted you there. That's how technical he was. That's a perfect example. Yeah, that's that's a great example. He's one of the guys that I definitely looked up to as far as technique. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he had a he had a collegiate background. So guys like that made me want to learn how to wrestle collegiately. You know what I mean? And it's a shame that I never did it in school. Most of the stuff that I learned is from people that I hung out with, friends, other wrestlers like Michael Zamedio. I was roll around and shoot around with him, which he's really good. You know, it, it, it'll show you it ain't the size of the person, but the fight they bring. Amen to that. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. I'm going to hand it off to Jeremy. All right. Nick, man, I have been waiting for this. So my first thing is, how did this feel, buddy? Huh? Oh, man. Feel. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you see, I have a little beef here with Mr. Vic Ramon because – we wrestled way back when, and actually we've tangled a few times, and I'm pretty sure the score is, like, tied up or something. Um, 
I want to know when I'm going to get my one-on-one rematch. That's not an official three-count podcast. That's me, Jeremy Showtime Grimes, talking the machete. Oh, wow. As he wants to come out of hiding and ride his shadows. It went from a how you doing to I'm going to call you out and get my get a match with you. Hey, man, I don't blame you. I'll do the same thing if I had the chance to. But, hey, man, I'm right now my knee's messed up. I'm looking forward to coming back maybe maybe the beginning of next year. And if it's, po- if it's possible, there's, there's a couple of guys that I want to do a couple of rounds with because I feel like there's some people that are good in the ring, and, and it's, good for, it's good to work with some good people. Huh? December. Let's see. So all I got to do is uh, just flip my you calendar. Have a calendar? Wait, is that a right to the calendar? <laughs> no. Um, it's a different wrestling one that I'm on like six times, including the time I beat you in the tag titles. Right, that's, right, right, right. Here in North um, I guess what I'm trying to say <laughs> is uh, keep your calendar free, Mr. Ramon. Don't take too many tag bookings because I got a – we have a date, okay? No. But it's funny you say that because I – I'm hoping to focus on singles. I'm hoping to focus on singles when I get back. And like I said, man, I have like a list of people that I want to work with just to make sure that I'm good enough to even come back. You know what I mean? Like if I can't get through these folks or I can't hang with these folks, then, you know, it's going to, it's going to prove to me that it's harder, but I, I want to, I know that I'm definitely tougher. No, I, I, I hear that out, man. And I wish you uh, all, all, seri- all seriousness aside here or all joking aside, be serious with you for a moment. Um, I saw the injury whenever it, it happened on the video. Um, wished you nothing but a speedy recovery, of course. Uh, you, you've become one of my best friends in the business. Um, some, of, some of my best moments have been in the ring with you. Uh, I learned a lot with you that night. I know we, uh, we, uh, we talked a ton that day and then talked a ton after that. And I, I know uh, my respect for you grew that night. Uh, from someone that has watched you from whenever I started to uh, hoping that it it, um, it went the same way. And recovering from a, a concussion, obviously it's not all the way gone because I can't remember what I'm supposed to say. Uh, you know, I hope to get you back at 100%. I wouldn't want anything less than 100% whenever we, uh, we square off again. Thank you, thank you. But back to being a podcast or a, a – a, whatever a, a member of this podcast so my questions for you Vic Ramon most of us in the wrestling business Anthony wouldn't know nothing about this love you Anthony just kidding bud um have three <laughs> show rituals that we do actually go ahead and uh support Anthony's uh GoFundMe so he could become a pro wrestler just like us um anyway pre-show rituals like for me after the show I go get a sheets quesadilla if you don't know what sheets is and you're watching this podcast I feel really bad for you but, like, some people pray beforehand. Um, I like to walk away and talk the match over in my head and see if it makes sense. Matt Stryker taught me that. Um, so what are some pre-show uh, rituals that you do pre-match, like right before you hit the curtain? 100%. Like, before the match happens, maybe like 25, 20 minutes before the match actually happens, I lay down on the floor and just don't do – I don't do anything. I just lay down on the floor. I try to relax every bit of myself. Any any nerve I have and calm me down, any any anxiety. Most importantly, I visualize all the things that, that are my offense. I visualize them in my head as many times as I can. So when I do it, it's it my body is gonna do it the way I, I thought about it. 
So it's so weird because it's like a, it's like a calm before the storm because I literally lay down and don't think of I just I don't do anything. I just lay down. And it's weird because I've actually had two people call me and and tell me they're like, you know, I found it weird that you will lay down and just just be there. And they told me that they tried it. And then they actually helped them. And it's weird because I don't know, man, it's just I, I just I just hit this moment where I just I just calm down. But in my mind it's thinking a hundred miles per hour of how it can go bad, how I shouldn't let it go bad, and if it does go bad, how do I recover? But it, those are the worst case scenarios. And then I'm thinking the whole time it should go smooth. Except for that one time in the match, you know, where, but whatever, you know, but yeah, I, that's what I pretty much do, man. Just lay down, calm down, and try to visualize the match in my head, at least my part, my offense. That way my offense looks clean. Right on, right on. I'm actually going to ask like four or five questions because I'm going to ask a question other guys ask, but Cliff uh, and Anthony didn't do it. Um, what is some advice you would give to up-and-coming wrestlers? I would say don't forget to have fun. It's weird when you come into the business, that sense of ignorance, don't lose it. Don't lose that, that bit of ignorance as far as remembering what it was that made you ambitious to wrestle. Like your imagination was, oh, with your creativeness, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to go for this. People were going to immediately come and cap all of that. If anything, just believe in what you think you want to do and what you want to go for and just, just go at it a hundred percent because like it's, it's hard, man. Wrestling, you're going to get so many opinions that you're going to get lost. So remember yours and remember what you did to have fun and remember how fun it was and remember how people were entertained by how fun you're much, how much fun you're having. That formula doesn't change. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Worst bump you've ever taken in the ring. Wow. Um, I don't remember. Maybe that's a bad thing, right? If I don't remember, it must have rocked me. <laughs> right on. Let me see. Oh, probably, probably that push back and I fell back and I hit my head and got concussed. That one. That's probably the worst one. Um, let's see. Three people that you want to wrestle. It could be anybody. Anybody in the world, man. It doesn't have to be local indies. It could be anybody. Like, give me your dream list. Give me three people. Current current wrestlers. Yeah, current. Number one would be AJ Styles. Just because I feel like we, we would we would know where to slow down because I mean like we were you know we're we're getting older <laughs> you know what I mean but you gotta have some sort of athleticism and some sort of excitement that would probably be my first one AJ Styles. Second one would probably be uh, Daniel Bryan. Dan's definitely Daniel Bryan. And I would say the third one would probably be wow man I want to pick some from someone different let me see man I want to say Okada I would have to pick Okada okay okay and my favorite question to ask and my last question because I have a thousand questions I could ask but we're on a time schedule here unfortunately I don't make the rules I just follow them sometimes um <laughs> Favorite wrestling entrance? 
Wow. Man, let me see. I would have to say, at one point, I, I felt like it was DX, but then it kept happening where I was like, okay, now it's not even nostalgic. Um, shit, man. You got The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Because I've been at live events, and I, I completely, like, I, I fall for the whole theatrics. I'm like, is it colder? Do you feel it? You feel that they, presence, they, and it's like... I, I, they, turn, they turn the AC on. I. That's I, what everyone I, says. Everyone I was, says the same thing. The week before WrestleMania, and for me, mine was Brock Lesnar coming back to pro wrestling after leaving. Like, the chills I got growing up with being a Brock Lesnar fan, it was, like, my favorite thing ever. But a close second is definitely The Undertaker, no matter if he has the theatrics or if it's just the the, the dong and then it gets cold, you get the chills, you're like, shit, The Undertaker is here. Those aren't those aren't bad picks. I'm gonna say, for me, was when Rey Mysterio used to get shot up from the bottom with a cannon. That was cool. Yep, I'll, that, that I'll was biased. No, 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 nobody beats the Ultimate Warrior when he comes out, just swinging down the dingles. <laughs> nobody beats. Out, can't figure out. Can't figure out what he's at. He's just roided out like crazy. All right, he's, spr- he's sprinting. <laughs> all right so that's all the questions that we have but we have the best segment of now entering the ring the three count question three count podcast 10 count questions here's how it works sir right. we're gonna fire off a bunch of questions at you it's the first thought that comes your comes to your mind you can't fail this test but you can fail this test but you can't fail answering these <laughs> questions you can fail so Here's how it starts. We put our imaginary timer on the clock. Bing! And smack down a raw. It's your first question. Smack down a raw. Smack down a raw. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Smack down. Friday night, what are you doing? Smack down. Favorite movie. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, Big Trouble Ben Bishop again. would be happy about that answer. <laughs> That's kind of what we bonded. Yep, but definitely. Three things that you would take with you on a deserted island. Um, medicine. Uh, my PS Vita. And... Can I bring my cell phone? Sure. We can call it. Cell phone. Favorite TV Look, show. What was that? Favorite TV show. Married with, Mary with Children. Oh, shout outs. That's old school. Favorite wrestler. Bret Hart. Favorite podcast. Three count. Hey. We, <laughs> we ain't coerced that at all. We didn't say anything. All right, best finisher. The sharpshooter. <laughs> Nominate one person to be on this podcast. I would say Michael Demedio. Pick another one. Why you? Oh, great! I did that thing. Um, 
Let me see. Yeah, Killian McMurphy. There you go. I like Killian. All right. And last but not least, your favorite question, my favorite question, everyone's favorite question on this podcast, favorite curse word. <laughs> it's in Spanish. It's uh, puta hombre. <laughs> so it's puta. Let's go. Actually, that's crazy. That's the first time we've had someone say it in Spanish. So we will take yep. some answers. All right. Well, that's it for the 10 count questions. Hey, so let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Vic Ramon Pro. Add some uh, following there because it's at a low number. But you can always find me more active on Instagram at Vic Ramon. And you can also find me on Facebook at Vic Ramon. Bet. Well, that being said, I am Clifford Red Dog Miller, the host of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring, here with Luda Franchise, here with Jeremy Showtime Grimes. Like I said, this is Now Entering the Ring with Vic Ramon. So check out all of our next episodes. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. The Machete, Vic Ramon. Wait, 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 wait. Can I say something, Cliff, before we get the be there, be somewhere else? Throwing the tagline out there, man. Yes. All right. Please, everyone who watches the podcast, take some time out of your day. Donate to only either Anthony to help support him in his dreams of becoming a pro wrestler. Support the Three Count Podcast at Pro Wrestling Tees or What a Maneuver. Support myself at Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, we'll all drop the links, everything like that. Please, we're in time of a pandemic. Support Vic Ramon and his T-shirts as well and his merch. We're we are starving artists out there. We're private contractors. We do this because we love what we do. Um, right now, without fans and everything, it makes it hard for us to do what we do. So help us, help you, bring good content to the world, and support good wrestling. Hey, Vic, where do we get gear at? Say that again? Where do we get our gear? We can, uh, if anything, right now, I'm not online, but you can find me at the local uh, indie shows at the merch table right by the uh, concession stand. But for now, uh, you can DM me. DM me on Instagram and just send me a message, and I have shirts available. That heard. There it is. So, like I said, this is now entering with the Machete, Vic Ramon. And, you know, tune into the next episode. So either be there or... Be somewhere else. <laughs> What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support please.